Hello everyone and welcome to Orbital the Gadget 360 podcast. We are recording this episode roughly about 12 hours after the launch of the Samsung Galaxy Note 8. So we are going to be talking about that smartphone on this episode. So to talk about this we have our Android enthusiast that's Aditya Shanoi. Hello. And we have a former Android enthusiast Gagan Gupta. Hello. And I'm your host Pranay Parab. So uh phone looks a lot like the Micromax Canvas Infinity, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we start with that. Huh? It's exactly the same. The price also the same level, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right so last night's um, Note 8 event started on a very like emotional note for Samsung. Yeah. yeah they started by apologizing. I mean almost apologizing for the Note 7 fiasco when the phone was recalled because of a fire hazard. Yeah. yeah practically we, started. We had multiple fire. history lessons about the Note about like wh- how it started with the first Note, second, third, fourth, fifth, <laughs> yeah. sixth and then kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also multiple testimonials from <laughs> random people saying I love the Note. Note yeah. <laughs> hey I I said the same thing to be honest. I said the same thing that like if the, the Galaxy Note 7 did not explode, it was the best phone launched last year. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I think I'm I'm with Gagan on this thing. Like you know, the Note 7 honestly was uh, really good until it went boom. Yeah. Well. So anyway, um, they sort of didn't allude to it much in the S8 launch. But over here, they like spent a significant portion of time, uh, sort of you know saying that thank you for sticking with us even though you know our phone exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, overall, like uh, their event was pretty crisp. I thought, as in they didn't spend too much time dwelling on specifications and all, which yes. kind of shows once again that you know mm-hmm. there wasn't that much to talk about in terms of specifications. Yeah. Uh, whatever we know so far, we, um, we can see that it has a Qualcomm Snapdragon 835 processor. Yeah, and we also know that the storage is 64 GB. Yeah, and uh, how much is the RAM? So, so you get 6 GB of RAM. Yeah, so nothing too different from the Samsung Galaxy S8, S8 Plus, right? Yeah. 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 So now that begs the question: Why does Samsung have two different lines of products here at this point? Um, I mean, in my opinion, at least they could launch an S8. sometime around march mm-hmm. and they could launch a note 8 sometime around say august september mm-hmm. so that you know they have one phone competing with apple directly right before its iphone launch and they have another phone like you know making up the other uh, like other half of the year mm-hmm. and people keep getting something new each time So I mean the way I see it the way they've been presenting it is that this is for the power user so this gives you a little additional functionality for people who don't want just a phone but a complete laptop replacement that has been their positioning all this while the S8 is the most powerful phone you can have it's a flagship phone but that's pretty much what it is it's a very very good communication device that does a lot more than just communicate of course but mm. you know it still is not a complete replacement for everything that you need to do your job for this this can be a laptop replacement because of the stylus support when you're not using dex on uh, the desktop or whatever that uh, like, like they call it whatever yeah. they call it yeah. yes that dex thing so you can use a stylus to do a lot more things than actually just swiping around with your finger you have apps that support that functionality along with that they give you a little more tweaks in the interface that actually mm-hmm. give you more stylus support so you can take notes quickly do a lot of other power functions quickly so i guess their positioning is there it's right there but the reason for having a note 8 not note 8 sorry a samsung s8 plus now that is kind of weird i mean like the s8 itself mm-hmm. is a pretty good phone why have so many different devices yeah, yeah because even if you look at it earlier there was like a huge difference between the galaxy note series and the galaxy series like you know in terms of software when you had the stylus support was has been there for a really long time other than that the note series was among the first to have uh, dual apps like you know you could 
uh, have the split screen view where you could use two different apps at one particular point of time but i think android has it uh, available right away so you know that takes it away from uh, the note Samsung, series yeah. yeah so you know you have uh, multi screen mode on the s8 and the s8 plus and with the s8 plus actually you get good real estate as well like you know like the s8 plus is 6. 2 inches whereas the note 8 is like 6.3 inches so yeah. not really much of a huge difference so yeah like if uh, the only reason uh, you would still go to the note 8 would probably be the stylus other than that i don't see it to be huge like you know like remarkably different uh then the S8 plus and that's the thing you know the stylus has also gained functionality over the years because uh, before it was just like a very nice tool to take uh, notes quickly and to start drawing but come on you're not going to draw on a screen that small i mean as yeah. big as a screen is it's still too small for any artist to actually use it so what they've done is they've added a lot more functionality to it they've allowed you to select things a lot easier that you can just select a whole bunch of text and it'll translate it for you or do different functionalities as they showed in their demonstrations and you know so that kind of makes it a more legitimate power tool rather than just another gimmick on a phone yeah so um, the way i see it the s8 plus is basically the note 8 right now Mm-hmm. uh without the s pen the yeah. stylus yeah yeah and uh, like the ga- accessory that you mentioned earlier just to clarify it for our listeners the dex is basically one dock where you can put in your samsung s8 s8 plus or your note 8 and mm-hmm. then you know it can be connected to a monitor a keyboard and a mouse and it will become uh, virtually a desktop yeah right the phone has that much power monitor sure. keyboard and mouse sold separately yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the dex itself costs some 14000 or 15000 rupees if i'm mm-hmm. not mistaken yeah. Yeah. so that that makes it into a computer now if you can do these things with an s8 plus and if you can do it with a note 8 then what is really the difference here apart from the stylus i mean you know specifications are roughly the same uh, yeah. price is roughly the same I mean, maybe like uh, there may be like a two thousand rupee difference in the pricing of these two phones, mm. but you know, by and large, apart from the stylus, I don't see anything else that really differentiates the two phones. Yeah, you know, before they used to order, I mean, like not order, sorry, before they used to offer a lot of different uh, functionalities that they didn't offer in the S series, like a removable battery, expandable memory. and all yeah. but now i think with the new model they've not allowed obviously any of these uh, things so it's becoming less of a power tool differentiator yeah. than it used to be at hmm. one point no but you know if we have like samsung users uh, who've been using the note series they'll point out that you know the note series has always been a platform wherein samsung would introduce something new like you know and they have done it again with the note 8 with the dual camera setup like you never had a dual camera setup on a samsung yeah. smartphone before uh so you know i think they use the note 8 as uh, like the platform on which they would introduce newer features and uh, with a dual camera setup with dual ois you know on the note 8 means that it the, the the same camera setup will make its way to the galaxy s9 for sure hmm. because we've seen that over the years wherein you know new features introduced on the note series like the note uh, 4 edge was the first phone which had like an edge display and it took some time but it trickled down to the galaxy s6 edge which had like a dual edge display hmm. yeah. so you know you can have that even if i'm not wrong i think the note 5 had the dual pixel camera or it probably might be the s7 which had it so i think with uh, this thing the dual camera setup yeah i it it will trickle down to the s7 s9 sorry the s9 and maybe the s9 plus yeah so at this point it looks like the s series is where samsung introduces uh, a new processor from qualcomm on its phones yeah. i think this year they had an exclusive agreement with uh, 
Qualcomm, Qualcomm right they get yeah. to use the 835 processor yeah. first no but yeah. also uh, like would uh, want to make a point here whereas the snapdragon processors are exclusively available for the us models whereas the rest of the, the world, world gets, gets exynos yeah. so yeah. i think this will be the exynos 8895 the same chip powering the s8 and the s8 plus mm. which is powerful enough i mean yeah it it, it, it is powerful to complain enough. there yeah. yeah there's nothing to complain there sure but then again you know like i i think it's high time that samsung like uh, focuses on the note as like you know uh, making it more of a different differentiating factor with the S8 yeah. um S8 is like a, a pretty big phone in itself and S8 plus obviously is like much bigger uh, and much closer to the Note series mm-hmm. right now yeah. so i think you know it's high time that Samsung stops selling maybe two of the same phone one with slightly um, less functionality So I, I think this year even more so because last year's Note 7 was a really really big differentiator between the S7 and itself. So this year I think they were playing it a bit safe. They were just doing some incremental updates of what all they had introduced in Note 7 yeah. but people obviously didn't get to try because of the whole debacle. Hmm. But now I I think that next year they might be a little more conscious about what they want to do with the Note series rather yeah. than just add little more to the s series no but you know looking at how samsung is going i i think that probably somewhere in the future the two lines are just going to merge because you know the s9 and like say the s8 s8 plus and the note 8 like other than the s pen i can't really think of any other factor and the dual camera setup obviously like there's no differentiating factor unless they want to still uh, you know do the same thing when they introduce something new with the note series and uh, like it's it's like the testing ground they want to test new hardware on the note and when it is established they want to get it down to the s series mm. so if they want to continue doing that i think that's the only way uh, that the note series will exist and yeah. for people who want to try the for, like the new things first would be the ones uh, going for the note series that yeah, is how i look yeah. at it yeah. but again that it's just i think is perfect like as they said it it's for the mm. note fans you know maybe like the yeah. guys who are so used to the s pen to used to the stylus mm. they will continue with the note series and this is what they want yeah. at the end of it yeah all right so looking at some of the other features that um, announced that were announced with the note 8 so dual camera is something we touched upon briefly yeah. um, so you said dual oas that's optical image the stabilization, stabilization yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's a good thing obviously but yeah. uh, the most important feature for me at least was that live focus thing which they yeah, uh, showed off at that, the that that was quite new because like in uh, in iphone when you take a live photo not live photo so yeah, when you portrait. take a portrait shot so with the bokeh effect on the background you you just get that bokeh effect and that's it so over here you have the option of selecting the wide angle photo as well if you want if you're not too happy with the like with the uh, telephoto shot and uh, you can also adjust the level of blurring the background has so that is a kind of pretty good tool out there I mean, like it's all software blurring anyway, so yeah, yeah. you should have that control. Yeah, I mean, all of this is obviously based on the demo we saw yesterday at yeah. the event. Yeah. Uh, so, like, obviously, we'll have to see how it works uh, yeah, in absolutely. in real life. Yeah. But yeah, uh, from the demo, at least it was apparent that you could do all this adjustment, like focus adjustment. You could select which is your subject, which is your background, and yeah. how much you want to blur it, and all before clicking the shot. and after clicking the shot yeah. and what it does is basically it clicks like two pictures at the same time so that yeah. you know after clicking the shot as well you can sit and edit it easily yes. so that was a really nice touch to it another thing that i saw which really caught my eye was that whole uh, i forgot what they are calling it but it's that dual app launching thing mm-hmm. so basically you can create shortcuts on the home screen 
uh, for like linking two apps uh, yeah. for example uh, let's just say uh, you want to uh, navigate while watching a movie so you link your favorite video player app with google yeah. maps uh, and then you tap it once and both apps launch at the same time it it is almost like that bothy feature of the yeah. nokia 8 <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow so you can have like the real camera at the fast. top yeah <laughs> wow. so yeah the top half of the screen is occupied by app number 1 <laughs> yeah. and the yeah. bottom half of the screen is occupied by app number 2 yeah. so uh, that look pretty cool to me uh in the sense that okay i mean if you're seriously into multitasking and all yeah. i think android supports this uh, natively right yeah. split screen it, it, it just saves like a couple of uh, touch uh, for you like you know you can do it uh, yourself as well but it this is just like a feature which lets you do it faster that's it yeah. other than yeah. that like i didn't see anything quite special about it they just want like they i think they really struggle okay what new can we introduce <laughs> exactly so, android yeah, has yeah. actually added so many new features that these guys really need to like step up the game yeah. to differentiate a little more yeah yeah so that's why i mean you know something like what the nokia 8 has done which is taken the stock android route they haven't really <laughs> lost all that much have they yeah yeah, yeah samsung's like oh, all customizations that samsung does like yeah. at this point i get to feel that um, you know what they really want to do is have people in the samsung ecosystem rather than you know having them on the android ecosystem because yeah. it's not in samsung's interest for people to want yeah. android more than they want samsung, samsung. exactly so because even if you look at it uh, like while every other manufacturers is fine with google assistant samsung is building bixby like mm. if you look at it uh, the note 8 has like a dedicated button for bixby just like the mm. galaxy phones so like uh, it's it's it wants people to get used to bixby so that they cannot leave it like you know a lot of android users are so comfortable with the assistant that they don't want to move to probably a different os but that's samsung for you right they want their own ecosystem they want uh, you to be logged into their tv to their phone yeah. to every other device through their your samsung login yeah. which will get all your preferences yes. in they've been struggling to keep that relevant yeah. i mean since the like, start like even earlier if you remember they had like different apps they had a different calendar a different yeah. mail client you know all of it so exactly so i mean like that's why i'm saying that they've been struggling to keep a differentiator and all and like uh, the struggle is still on it's still not a very relevant mm-hmm. like login to have yeah I mean, like they've gone to the extent of making a app store as well the galaxy app store yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is just terrible man yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, bixby they showed off some really cool features like yeah. even though you know the technology is still at its uh, nascent stage at this point mm. i should just give like a brief backgrounder on bixby itself sure. i think uh, last year I, in one podcast episode we'd spoken about this thing called viv Uh, which was a which was a virtual assistant that a bunch of people from silicon valley who had initially worked on siri yeah. had built okay yeah. so they showed off a really nice and complex system which seemed to be like a pretty mind blowing at the time and at the time i think uh, my colleague uh, royden had mm-hmm. said that you know this seems like an attempt to uh, pitch it to investors or to people uh, for people to acquire it mm-hmm. uh, interested companies to you know show sh- uh, show yeah. that and then that's what happened later we've got acquired by samsung and i think that's the one that's showed up now as bixby in the, in the s8 oh. and mm-hmm. in the note 8 so uh, these guys had been working on the technology for a while but i think it was far from like finished so that's why we saw you know the s8 launch but bixby was not ready yeah. and even when they shipped it it wasn't exactly you know anywhere close to like usable in terms of like uh, getting things done so I mean, just like siri yeah <laughs> i mean closer to siri than it is to google assistant yeah actually yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, now i think they've worked on it quite a bit more mm-hmm. and obviously with time these things get better right how yeah. do these things improve when you sh- uh, throw more queries at them that's how these algorithms can be improved yeah. so now they've reached a stage where um, at least in the demo uh, this bixby assistant could like basically uh, like 
switch on the camera mm-hmm. put it in food mode because you said food photo yeah, right yeah. and then like click a picture automatically save it to your food photo album yeah mm-hmm. and then you could even probably program it to start sharing it immediately after it is saved or something mm-hmm. so like it basically did a whole bunch of actions on its own after the person on stage said click a food photo yeah yeah, yeah. I- I'm not sure whether it's a good route for them to take to uh, get Bixby just uh, look you know using your device for you like mm. making your device usage easier for you so when you're taking a food photo basically what it's doing is turning on the food mode and storing it in a yeah. particular album for food mm. when you're telling it to do uh, like when you're saying good night Bixby it's mm. doing a whole bunch of tasks yeah. that you can do anyway through yeah. tasker and all if you yeah. didn't know better like even if you look at uh, if you have seen the whole demo on stage it you could figure out that it's doing it one step at a time like it would it will launch the camera wait then put it in photo mode click a photo then go to the gallery and then transfer the photo like you know like gagan said there are apps on android uh, like tasker it's like a paid app but you can configure it to do it it might take like a minute or two to configure it and then like it's so, set so that's the thing so i mean like i don't know if this is like a good decision or a bad decision because they obviously cannot compete with google assistant which is already there yeah. on all android devices and uh, so maybe this is the right way to go about it maybe yeah. just keep it like uh, as a phone assistant so yeah. that it makes it easier for you to use your yeah. phone rather than actually search things on the web or probably solve some major problems, problems for you yeah. no because yeah. even if you look at uh, you know like custom commands of these uh, this sort uh, bixby is better at handling these commands than uh, the assistant so yeah like you said like it's a better phone yeah. assistant then like an overall assistant yeah and yeah. since samsung is building this thing like entirely what it can do is give it access to parts of the system that may not otherwise be accessible to your uh, voice assistant it yeah. already has a dedicated button yeah <laughs> uh, so i one thing i did find like quite disappointing was their choice of demo in that good night thing yeah. where the person says good night to bixby and yeah. then uh, basically it puts an alarm for the next day uh, turns on the blue light filter and puts yeah. it in dnd and something. puts it in do not disturb mode now anybody who uses a smartphone these days like the whole point of getting this thing is that you can put it in dnd mode automatically at night yeah, night. yeah. yeah. every night and the blue light filter turns on like soon as the sun sets right mm. yeah. and alarms are already set but right. what if you're a world traveler yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so even then i mean your time zone adjusts automatically yeah. and everything adjusts automatically right so mm. i thought that choice of demo was quite poor mm-hmm. uh, but the other one the food photo one that was at least you know slightly impressive mm-hmm. so yeah. they could have done a little bit better in that absolutely yeah? all right so let's spend some time to talk about this dex which we just briefly touched upon which turns your phone into a computer yeah. so their demo once again was like a fairly impressive demo for this like how smooth it was yeah uh, i mean like when he started a conference call on his phone he could just uh, the video conference call yeah. he just like put it in a dex and it uh, transfer uh, transfer to his computer and absolutely seamlessly yeah. there was no, there was no like you know like for example when i connect uh, my laptop to the monitor yeah. and the moment i connect there's like that one time when the screen is black on the laptop and the monitor and then it connects right yeah, yeah, so there yeah. was no such gap yeah. in that so it, it was, was it was quite impressive yeah. that way yeah. for sure Yeah so then after that they basically did a multitasking thing where like he shared his screen with the other person mm-hmm. so they could see what is on this person's laptop screen 
and hmm. uh, you know they could respond to things but yeah i did find it very funny that uh, the other person was sort of commenting on like he was editing a photo yeah. the other person was commenting on oh this exposure looks really nice yeah. i mean you're looking at it on a phone screen yeah. obviously yeah. like how can you tell how the exposure <laughs> is looking actually like you know your display may be oversaturated or whatever yeah. like that's not a good way to edit a picture yeah, yeah i mean that that especially samsung displays which are a bit oversaturated yeah. <laughs> so yeah and this person connected to it, uh, it to a, like a proper professional looking monitor right yeah. on his display obviously everything is going to look much more much clearer better. than it yeah. is on a phone <laughs> so that that choice of demo was once again pretty well, like well it was either that or powerpoint presentation <laughs> it's been done to death <laughs> yeah so and what does they do they did something with the s pen also right they said mm. that you can like basically take 100 hours of notes or something without 100 a, pages 100 oh, yeah. pages of yeah. so like the note series has always had that uh, screen off mode when you know with the phone uh, in the screen off state you can just Uh, pull the S Pen out and start mm. writing, and you know it can record uh, the notes, and it's it's been there for a while. Like the Note Five had it, and with this thing, like you're giving more options. Like you can scroll down to like hundred pages with the screen off. Like mm. it's basically in like an ambient uh, display. Yeah, kind I mean of that's mode, possible yeah. because it uses OLED for yeah. the display technology. Yeah, yeah. Right? absolutely. Yeah. But you know that's just lazy, man. After fifty pages, you yeah. should just turn the screen on. <laughs> I I would turn it on after like one page. Like okay, too much of writing. Yeah. yeah so quite a few features like. as we saw in yesterday's event uh were like you know they they seemed like they played it quite safe in yesterday's event like quite mm-hmm. a few features were i mean a little off putting to be honest last year's note event was much more impressive oh yeah. a lot more yeah, yeah. i mean i was Absolutely. like you know i was actually worried that okay you know now they've gone so far ahead will other companies be able to even keep, keep up, up with them but yeah. you know they went a little too far ahead as we yeah. saw yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this year was you know very very conservative in that aspect but yeah uh, i'm i'm still not sure if people will return to the note brand just as easily mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. s8 sales were very high yes maybe but after th- a couple of months wait and yeah. watch yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah s8 sell, uh, sales did not seem to be affected by the whole uh, note fiasco but then partly i would attribute that to the fact that a lot of people who wanted a samsung device could not buy one because of the note 7 Yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe those guys moved, um, or those people moved to the S8 series. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if the same people are going to come back to the Note series or. you know new people are yeah. going to want to buy the note 8 especially with uh, you know all mm. all the dangers associated like at least perceived against the brand but let's hope that you know this year at least they've nailed down the security and safety aspect of it and they've doubled down on it and it works just fine yeah like i mean even though it's all funny and we we laugh at it that whatever happened was quite scary and it was yeah, yeah it was we won't want it to happen again would be So yeah, yeah. Um, looking ahead, uh, there's like the iPhone launch to come up and the mm. Pixel 2 uh, launch to yeah. come up, right? Yeah, two major launches ca- yeah. still to come. Yes. Yeah, so this is going to be like an action-packed quarter of the year. Yeah. Think, uh, based on what we know, which is like speculation at this point, yeah. iPhone is sometime uh, mid-September yeah. and Pixel will be sometime in October, October yeah. right? So if you're buying a phone, like if you're in the market... wait for 2 months yeah <laughs> you for really sure, want to sure. see what is on offer before yeah. you make that decision i think there will be like some more phones as well like uh, manufacturers are already in the race to have like the first phone shipping with android oreo <laughs> so yeah <laughs> hey good question does this ship with oreo or no i think no, so i think I, it's, it uh, ships nuga. with nuga out of the ah, box samsung. but it will it'll get an update though <laughs> yeah and samsung has also been like pretty reasonable with updates like it's yeah. not day one obviously but it will get it within 2 3 months they have to man there's yeah. so much to put on on top of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah all right then so, so any other thoughts yeah yeah besides that when is it launching in india do we have any details of that it may be amazon exclusive is what i know yeah yeah so there are no details as of now uh, like with a set release date but soon 
maybe <laughs> yeah. so uh, samsung at least has like india uh, pegged down as a very important market uh, even for its flagship phones and they even have a plant here in noida so yeah. like all their phones that are sold in india i think most of them at least are like assembled in india so mm-hmm. maybe the note 8 also will be assembled here and that is something that could keep the price down uh, yeah. from what we know it's going to be available in the us from september 15th yeah yeah and uh, the price is going to be something around 900 dollars yeah. and 900 translates to roughly 57 57000 rupees yeah. Yeah. yeah so we at least i mean based on our own guessing guesswork Uh, we would es- expect the price to be somewhere around the 65 67000 mark yeah that yeah. is what it looks like because yeah. the s8 is at 57 the s8 plus is at uh, 64 so yeah. honestly looking at those pricing and uh, like samsung is known to not lower the price of existing models like yeah. we saw it with the s7 and the s7 edge as well because mm. like it's stuck to the pricing so i think the note 8 will be a little expensive like yeah i think the market operating price during launch would be closer to 65 i don't yeah. think they're going to push it further than further, that yeah. yeah and it's a mm. good policy actually they should not discount their flagship smartphones i mean what is yeah. the point of you spending 60000 on launch day and within 6 months the phone yeah. selling for 40000 yeah. as we saw with iphone 7 yeah. and with the pixel yeah, yeah. early adopters mm. always get bitten yeah. yeah so i mean your most mm. loyal fans should get the best deals right yes. yeah they do have yeah. some decent pre order offers i think mm-hmm. uh, you know maybe abroad but in yeah. india i don't know what no they, i'm sure they will they will have gear, uh, like probably have gear, a wireless yeah. charger or a vr headset maybe a dex yeah i think dex might be a little too far yeah dex <laughs> yeah dex may be going a little too far, too far. can yeah. always hope Yeah. yeah and also these guys, these uh, guys like took the opportunity to like say that we are shipping this with premium akg headphones with yeah. and the phone comes with a headphone jack yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 2 years in a row the joke <laughs> never gets old <laughs> Yeah. So okay, hopefully you know the coming phones will bring in some more technology to the table, and people get something better to buy yeah, than absolutely. this all the time. Because ultimately, you know, the more the competition, the better, better it is for you. Yeah. All right. So that's all for this episode of Orbital, and we will see you with another episode next week. As always, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Gadgets Three Sixty. And you can also send in your questions, comments, and feedback at podcast at gadgets three sixty dot com. And do leave us a rating on iTunes if you like this episode. Thanks for listening.